This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get it on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Back on Curd and Long, Steve Sparky Fiber with you. Follow me on Twitter at Sparky Radio. Check out the interviews and stuff I do over at 1250amthefan.com. Packers win 33-10 over the Minnesota Vikings. Jordan Love, 256, three touchdowns, plus a rushing touchdown uh, where he goes leaping up into the air and falls down with the ball barely crossing the goal line before it comes out. And uh, the Packers uh, get the victory. Again, Aaron Jones, back-to-back games, over 120 yards rushing. Uh, plus uh, Bo Melton first 100 yard receiving game by a Packer wide receiver also uh, occurred. I told you I wanted to give you some fun Jordan Love stats. Uh, this is from Ryan Wood. Jordan Love through 16 games in his first season as Packers starter. They've been doing these comparisons between him uh, and Aaron Rodgers. Now remember, Rodgers only played 16 games, won 17 games, right? So uh, 16 games for Aaron Rodgers uh, and Rodgers. Uh, in 2008, 341 and 536, 63.8% completion percentage. Jordan Love, 345 of 547, 63% completion percentage. Yards through the air, 3843 for Jordan Love, 4,038 for Aaron Rodgers. Touchdowns, 30 for Love, 28 for Rodgers. 13 interceptions for Rodgers, only 11 for Jordan Love. Passer rating, 93.8. Uh, for Jordan Love, passer rating for Aaron Rodgers through the same amount, 16 games, 93.8 identical. So for the most part, numbers very identical. But as I pointed out before, these numbers are kind of crap to a certain degree because Aaron Rodgers was the guy without the experience, surrounded by a veteran wide receiving core and veterans at running back, a veteran offensive line. He was the X factor, the different guy. Uh, whereas Jordan Love is playing with a bunch of guys that don't know what the heck they're doing and didn't know what the heck they were doing for most of the year, uh, now have all started to come around here towards the end. So to me, what Jordan Love is doing, far more impressive than what Aaron Rodgers did uh, back in the day. Andrew Brandt uh, put this out on social media, the former Packer executive uh, who's been on WSSP over the years numerous times, uh, says uh, Packers 2023, first-year starting quarterback, cheapest wide receiver group in the NFL. Cheapest tight end group in the NFL. 
$41 million dead cap charge for Aaron Rodgers. For much of the year, no running back one, cornerback one, cornerback two, offensive lineman one, Bakhtiari, wide receiver one, or tight end one. Win at home versus Bears next week and make the playoffs. Not bad for a rebuilding year with a new quarterback. And again, if you would have told yourself or if you would have told Matt LaFleur or Brian Gutekunst or any of those other guys that this would have been how the year would have played out with all those guys now playing a majority of the games and you still being in a position to make the playoffs the last week of the year, I think everybody would have said, absolutely, we'll take it. Like, and be ecstatic and giddy and laughing. Like, how the heck did we get in a position to make the playoffs with all those injuries? But it's it's what happened. Something else Ryan Wood uh, tweeted out that I found uh, interesting uh, was the fact that uh, you had a situation where Jordan Love is running down the tunnel after the game. And who's there? Brian Gutekunst. Right? Packers general manager to give him a big old hug. They laugh. They talk the rest of the way into the locker room. It's a beautiful thing for all of us. Goody is it Goody's a bad guy and he doesn't take care of his vets and blah, blah, blah. That's all I hear. Right. Uh, it looks like him and Jordan love are good. Now, you know, they're going to have to work out a new contract and all that stuff, but it looks like this is, this is Goot's guy and they're going to roll together kind of going forward. Kind of like Rogers was Ted Thompson's guy. Brett Favre was Ron Wolf's guy. Well, Goot's got his guy. His guy is Jordan love. And, if Jordan Love and the Packers go win one Super Bowl, that's as good as Aaron Rodgers. That's as good as Brett Favre. They each have one ring. Each general manager has one ring all the same. If he wins two Super Bowls, well, then that's a whole nother conversation kind of going uh, forward uh, as we move on here. I-, I am really, really impressed by what we've seen out of the Green Bay Packers this year. It's it just, it's hard not to be. It's hard not to be happy. Um, and ecstatic by what we've seen out of this Packers football team. And what about Matt LaFleur? I mean, uh, all the stuff he takes and all the crap he gets and has gotten throughout the year. Some of you wanted Matt LaFleur fired at at points during the year. Nonsense. Um, And now, again, do I agree with the whole keeping Joe Barry thing? No. Would I want Matt LaFleur fired because of it? No. No. I don't want to fire Matt LaFleur over keeping Joe Barry one way or the other because, again, as I've said before, If this comes down to it, then Mark Murphy has to step in and he needs to get rid of Joe Barry if Matt LaFleur won't because Matt LaFleur is as loyal as they come, as we've talked about in the past. And in fact, going back to that, there was a great story during Sunday Night Football again, where earlier in the year when Kirk Cousins got knocked out of that game, the Packers lose the game. Matt LaFleur goes to the visiting locker room to go check on Kirk Cousins after the Packers lost and went to what, two and five or whatever it was. He still went and checked on Kirk Cousins. Why? Because they had a relationship back when they were together in Washington. That's what I'm talking about. Like, it's a good dude. You may not agree with everything that he does and so forth, but that's a good dude. And he's got a sharp offensive mind, and he's doing what he does. And you've given him a bunch of young pieces that are all now kind of working in harmony and are going to get a whole nother offseason together, a whole nother training camp together. And this offense is going to be scary good in 2024. I can promise you this offense is going to be scary, scary good because if they're even remotely healthy compared to what they were this year, there's no reason why they can't put up stupid good numbers. And I, Again, I, I'm talking about top two offense in the National Football League, top three offense in the National Football League. They're going to be that good kind of going forward here. 
and to the, all the other people that you know didn't think this was possible. Well, I'm sorry to break it to you, but it looks like they've got a third really good quarterback. Again, Hall of Fame, I'm not going that far, but really good. And Matt LaFleur really, for the first time in a post-game press conference, got to the point of smiling and getting giddy about just how good Jordan Love is. And even went as far as to say, dude, he's really not even scratching the surface of how good he's going to be or how good he can be. Like, we're at the very beginning here of how good this dude can actually be before this is all said and done. It's the first time where you see Matt LaFleur really open up and express emotions and joy about just how good Jordan Love is. He's kind of kept it all kind of wrapped up and didn't really want to get too excited about it, but he finally did after this game against the Vikings. Gave Tom Clements, the quarterback's coach, a bunch of praise, said he's got a lot of responsibility for how Jordan Love has progressed. Tom Clements still hasn't said if he's coming back, he's going to make that decision after this year. But I would assume Jordan Love is easy to work with and so forth. So hopefully he's able to come back and do this again uh, and, and see what happens kind of going forward. But it just joy and happiness. It's so nice to do a podcast where everybody is happy and joyful. And now you wait for Packer Bear Week uh, this week. It's not going to be an easy game. It's going to be a tough game. They may lose it. Who knows? But either way, what a great year the Packers have had to this point.